This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk. Well, it goes down to the final day. I think we all stood here, stood here, sat here last week um, and expected it to happen. And and that's what's going to happen. Looking at it, we need at least a draw at Sheffield Wednesday away. um, And Peterborough would have to would have to do pretty much the unthinkable to, to get that last last space if that happened. But We're going to talk it all through tonight. Obviously, Derby County won, Portsmouth won. A fantastic day, um, even though we didn't get the three points. Mainly because we met all in person for the first time. So the guys on screen actually are real, um, which was was quite a a pleasant surprise. Um, Joined as normally uh, by Callum Bucock. Callum, no funny names tonight, but how are you doing, mate? No, well, it's, it's kind of stuck with me for the last 25 years. So it's kind of just is what it is. It is right now. But yeah, I'm all good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good to see you yesterday. Chris Matthews Redwood, who we we all agree, we didn't expect him to be over six foot. He's absolutely I'm not. huge. You're about seven foot tall. You, mate, I am six, I, I'm, not, I'm not six foot one yet. I, I, I haven't I haven't grown to six six foot one yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you towered over me and I'm about six foot three. So um yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. And equally as tall, weirdly, we're a tall podcast. Um, yeah. Vic Singh, how you doing, Vic? I'm good, Jamie. How are you? You know we're all tall. Sign us up for those four centre-back positions next season. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, there we go. Well, yeah, great to, great to meet you all um, on Saturday. And it was a, a good start, wasn't it? It, it was, a, I suppose, a, a first 25 minutes that, that promised everything. I think we came out of the traps... Amazingly, really looked like it looked like uh, Steve McLaren's Derby County rather than, <laughs> than Paul Warren's uh, Derby County. Cal, what were those 20, 20, 20 minutes like in your opinion? I thought it was, um, at least one of the best performances uh, for as good as the twenty minutes was um, of the season. To be honest, uh, I think Paul Warren put it perfectly um, in terms of it was the, probably the best he's seen as a, as a manager. Um, and he, and he wasn't wrong. Um, intricate passing, um, the speed of ball um, into feet, and and the, how quick they got it um, and, and moved it on to to each other. Um, and the biggest thing for me is how quick we won the ball back, um, which um, and high up the field. So we had then a 
every time we won the ball back, we were getting that uh, that, that attack on again, and it was just kind of just revolving uh, attacks, uh, and it was just unfortunately um, where it's no new story where we just haven't taken any of the chances. I think a couple of them were mightily close, one being McGoldrick hitting the post and uh, Mendes Lang missing the target, which I don't know how he did. But, you know, it's the story of the season, which is probably why where we are where we are, where we haven't quite got that cutting edge, which uh, Ipswich and Plymouth have got, and that's why they're up. Yeah, exactly. And congratulations to Ipswich and Plymouth, who are back to the the promised land. I think two teams that definitely deserve to, to be there. So, so well done to them. Um, Ryan Oakley on Facebook has said first half was quality. Well, first 20 minutes. Um, yeah, we, we all agree with you, Ryan. It's just a shame that we can put the ball in the back of the net. Chris, it seems like, like Callum said there, it seems like the story of our season. We have these 20-minute periods, even 30-minute periods where we're on top, but we can't seem to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, we did everything but score, didn't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I say I, I, I was privileged to stand next to Vic yesterday in the in the South Stand, and yeah, I think it was a really exciting, really high tempo first first twenty minutes. And I think, if I'm honest, our play in that first twenty minutes deserved. I we should have been three and look. We should have done what Liverpool did earlier. Um, I say um, Mendes Lang. I saw it. Obviously, we were at, we were at the far end, so we couldn't see it probably. But he absolutely shanked that. Um, McGoldrick another day when the keeper when it comes off the post, it goes back in off 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 the keeper, doesn't it? And yeah, I think we were all thinking this could be uh, for once a non-derby way of doing it, nice and comfortably, but wasn't meant to be. But I think I think Warren was a little OTT in saying that it was the best twenty minutes ever seen because. It should have been 3-4-0. Um, so for me, it wasn't the best 20 minutes we've ever seen. Um, and we all knew it, didn't we? Yeah. On the on the 25, 25 minute mark, it didn't come as a surprise to anyone. Yeah, it's true. And who's been telling Paul Warren about the Derby way, by the way? Like someone's <laughs> must have said it to him because he's quoted. I think he's a... been reading a book. I I, I yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, as it happens, um, we didn't score. And then Portsmouth, uh, as the tale has been so many times this season, they got up the other end and get a goal. Um, and it just completely took the wind out of ourselves, didn't it, Vic? It was it was honestly like any momentum that we built up had just completely died when, when they hit the back of the net. I mean, it was a goal from... I was over in the... Um, in the west, the southwest upper, and I thought it was offside to begin with. It just seemed to be slow mo from where I was sitting. It was a but brilliant was so header, typical. though. To be fair, <laughs> well, you were right behind it, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was against the run of play. Typical of our season, though. We we, we seem to have this where we dominate for a certain amount of time, and then lo and behold, we concede if we don't capitalise on our chances. Um, Paul alluded to it. I think we all saw it and we all agree that if we're not putting our chances away, we tend to get punished and that's what happened yesterday. It was a good, it was a great header. Um, can't take nothing away from it and we saw it coming. But it shows the character of the lads to come back, in, especially in the second half when we've been known to be a one-half team. We're recently, we're showing in the second half that we're starting to get our way back into it and 
we got a good goal, good equaliser. We could have won that game on another day, um, but it wasn't meant to be. And uh, like Paul said, we're doing it the derby way, so um, we're going to have to go to Hillsborough and at least get a point, uh, if not all three. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And Joe Wildsmith keeping us in the game, making a, a really good save to download to his, I think it was his left. Um, two, good work out. two good saves. Yeah, two good saves before the, before the half, Cal. I mean, we wax lyrical about him most weeks on this podcast. He's been, I mean, a surprise for everyone, to be honest. Um, a, 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 I suppose a number one that's never been a number one, but he looks so assured. And I think Warren said after, you know, he, he's kept us in the game. It's going to be moments like that that mean that we get into these these playoffs if we get there, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, as Vic alluded to, it's just it's just as many as we see um, we, and we create, we just don't take them. And and as I say, that is just what separates us from the pack at the top. Um, I mean, you've got the the likes of Ipswich scoring four, five, six weekly by the looks of it. And that's why they're um, that's why they uh, managed to go and push themselves and get promoted in the automatic positions, and why we're going down to the final day um, and trying to get into that sixth position. So, so yeah, so that it's just um, where the squad is. Um, we've got limited players who've got that clinical edge. We've got one or two, and uh, and one of them's been really carrying us for majority of the back end of the season. So, uh, we just need more of the more of those going into next season and and uh, hopefully we can just see where the end of this season takes us and if that is up and we can recruit better players next year I'll take it yeah Matthew Smith on YouTube and thanks so much for the comments today we had a, quite a mm. few um yeah. so so many games as Vic says where we dominate games but we either lose or don't take advantage Plymouth at home still haunts me um, I think that haunts everyone, yeah. to be honest, Matthew. Um, yeah, worst worst game of the season that was by by some stretch. And um, obviously, we go in one nil down, Chris. What do you think, Paul Warren saying at halftime? Is is it a case of keep doing what you're doing, it will come, or is he saying something different? I I have a feeling yesterday it was a bit of the Alamo at half at half half time because yeah, first twenty minutes was great, but. It it was a completely different side, wasn't it? As soon as soon as soon as Pompey scored, they were pinging the ball about. Um, and then part of me actually wished yesterday that Pompey did have something to play for because they played completely open and free. And you know, I've never been in the South Stand before, but you could just feel the nerves, you could feel the tension, um, and that would have rubbed off on the players towards the end of the first half with. Without doubt, but to be fair to Warren, credit to him for the first time in a long time yesterday, I thought he made the right subs at the right time, um, and I think that was really important. Um, you know, I've not been a fan of Dobbin at all, but I think he stretched Pompey when he came on, um, and I think full credit to Warren. And it, it, we could have won it. I don't think we were good enough in the end to win it. I don't think we created enough clear cut clear-cut chances but he got that reaction we needed um and i could only well, i say we haven't done for a long time but praise him for the timing of the sub subs and also um the subs he actually brought on obviously with with colo scoring but they made a real difference so yeah. long may that continue mr warren 
Well, if he gets them right and you know they they come on and change the game, then then fantastic. But I guess we're in the situation again where we've got this almost settled side, and then the subs are coming on and almost staking a claim to to start. I mean, had those twenty minutes, had we scored three, like three in those first twenty minutes, we probably would have be saying, you know, Sibley Mendes Lang have to be starting away at Sheffield Wednesday. Now I think you've got a case to say, well, actually, Barkhazen, Colo, or Dobbin could could actually come in. I mean, is that a worry, Vic, that we've got a selection dilemma, or actually, is it a positive that we've got people to come off the bench and change the game? I'm going to take a positive from that. It's always good to have healthy competition. It's always good to have options as well, which I think over the course of the season um, probably cost us in the sense that we always talked about squad depth, but we've got quality and if we can make that quality count then we can move forward we can get something at Sheffield Wednesday I'd probably keep the team the same as it was um, just because we saw the impact that Collins had when he come on we saw the impact when Dobbin come on if we can produce that again say if we're nil-nil and we need a goal um, with 10 minutes 15 minutes to go at Hillsborough and one of them get it then that can be the difference so I'd probably keep the team the same um, and hopefully these players will make an impact. And then obviously if we go into the playoffs, it's a, it's a different ball game. And then that's when we will probably have a selection dilemma. But uh, I think it's good. It's it's good. We need the healthy competition. And it's good that to see every player moving in the same direction in terms of the way they're playing and the passion they're showing for the club. Yeah. And Collins off the bench, Cal. Um, finally, someone else has scored. Mm. Someone's found the back of the net. <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, to be honest, I missed the goal. I was drinking my tea, putting it down wow. and thinking, yeah, I know, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> um, it was it was somewhat of a, you know, uh, I suppose a, a bit of a, a fluke, not a fluke, but it's just an aimless ball, isn't it, into that area. Yeah. I think what makes it is Davis's little touch, which actually I think doesn't get, hasn't got the credit it deserves because mm. it's, it's a real deft touch. And to be honest, look, there's going to be people that have been critical of, of Collins all season. And at times I have been. But if he gets half a chance in the box, he can put the ball in the back of the net. And at the moment, I don't think that Mendes Lang, Sibley, Barkhazen, possibly Dobbin do that. So I think he's going to be quite quite crucial over the next, well, over the next game, possibly four, I guess. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, um, as you said, the, the, the wingers and, and the, the the attacking players that we've got not really contributing to the goals. Um, we needed someone other than McGoldrick when it just wasn't falling for him yesterday um, and popped up uh, Collins with a, with a great finish and it was a finish of a, of a striker, um, of someone who knows where the net is. It was quite instinctive. Um, I mean, like you said, Davis's touch was great. And uh, over the shoulder, um, which was perfect viewing for Chris and Vic in the south stand um, as he as he uh, put it in the net. And it's just what he needed for confidence, to be honest, because he seems to put the ball in the back of the net at home and uh, seems to be like doing it at Pride Park. So no, as long as he, we have someone else who can do it as, as well as David McGoldrick, then I won't be, uh, be ever grudging um, however it goes in. And, uh, and it was a great finish. I do yeah. have to apologise just on that point, Callum, to Vic personally. Um, he's <laughs> never been he, he's never been mounted like that before, and I do apologise, <laughs> Vic. So good, man. So good. But just to add to what Callum actually said, 
Collins is actually playing with confidence and look what confidence does in a player. If you look at the way his whole demeanour is, he's chasing balls down. Yesterday, I thought he had the biggest impact. If he could have had a shout for maybe even man of the match in that short space of time, I thought he made that much of an impact. Because don't forget, he had that offside, which wasn't an offside when I look back at it, and he could have had the second goal. We could have gone 2-1. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was just he was just a menace for him. And I think if we get that Collins next week and then in, hopefully into the playoffs, he could be the difference. I've always yeah. rated him. <laughs> we know oh, you're really Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? I think with James Collins, it's been it's either a, a six out of six out of ten or an eight out of ten or potentially that kind of nine out of ten. Yeah. He's always gonna have people that are gonna say that he's not doing enough. But at the end of the day, if he puts the ball in the back of the net, as we've said many times, and I think Vic said on, on one of the previous occasions, no one, no one really cares as long as you find the, the back of the net. And I think actually looking at those celebrations, I think McGoldrick's obviously buzzing that his, uh, his friend scored a goal. But I imagine there's probably quite a lot of relief that somebody else has been able to, to find the back of the net. Um, the, but yeah, that celebration right. yesterday, I know it was all get back to the halfway line, let's go and win. But I've not seen that towards the south stand, honestly, since Craig Bryson. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. But it's because we've got something to play for, I guess, isn't it? It's because every goal now is going to mean something. Um, and, and that's the case. That was the case yesterday, I guess. Were you surprised, Chris, that we didn't go on it? I mean, you know, the goal came early enough that we probably should have, would have, could have got all three points. And had we got all three points, we'd be sitting here now looking at the playoffs and thinking that, you know, Hillsborough's a, a bit of a dead rubber. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought the atmosphere in the stadium was all leading to us going to get, get, a, get a winner. But you have to give credit to Pompey. I hate saying it, but their game management, you know, their players were falling left, right and centre. They the flow i think to be fair we had a flow for five minutes before the goal then as soon as the goal went in that flow had gone and it was literally a case of relying on set pieces which yesterday by the way were apart from the goal were awful um <laughs> it was i, I don't uh, correct me if i'm wrong i don't think their keeper made a save after Collins scored um i don't think we had uh, a shot on target i don't think um, yeah, I don't actually think we threatened for the last 20 minutes. It was all of a lot, a lot of excitement and hype, and we had a lot of the ball and a lot of crosses were were coming in. But when you've got two centre halves who are six foot four, that's not the way to do it. So, yeah, it was obviously a bit of an anticlimax at the end that we didn't go on and get that winner. But I don't think we showed enough to go and get that winner. Um, if I'm being brutally honest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So Collins had the header. That came after the goal, didn't it, I think? I think the keeper made a save. Yeah. When was yeah. Hayden Roberts's chance? Was that ju- was that after? Because that was after, think, and then yeah, yeah. Hayden Lewis Dobbins shot as well. Uh, in which case, just yeah. discount everything I've just said for the last thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, all I can all I can actually remember is Collins taking it down on on his chest, eighteen yards out, and me looking at the south stand before it even hit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He either, either puts it in the back of the net or he puts it in the back of the south span, south stand, doesn't he? So um, yeah, he does, yeah. that's typical. That's typical, James Collins. I mean, is that is that your thoughts as well, Vic? I mean, did we we obviously scored, but did we show enough to go and win that game? Was was a draw a fair result? I'll add there before you answer that I did say one all um, last week, last Sunday. I, mean, I thought you might add that. Well, well. Callum said one all on the pod, and then on Twitter he put two one. So two oh, one win. Yeah, no, details, guys. Come on, details, details. I have got the proof. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I think on the balance of play, one one was probably a fair result. Um, like Chris said, I don't think we did enough after we scored to go on and get the winner. Again, it comes down to some decisions. If it had gone our way, if, if the Collins offside was actually onside, we were two. Through on goal, past the goal. Um, on another day, that would have gone in. Just bad luck, it didn't. But again, like we said, it's we 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 can't obviously we can't depend on these sorts of things going our way. We've got to at least put the ball in the back and put our chances away and really command. We've got one opportunity now where we can go to Hillsborough and at least look to get the point, if not all three. I think a point will be enough for us, if I'm honest, because I think Peterborough have to win by three if we get a draw. So it's in our hands to lose. Uh, but again, we should be used to this now. By now, being Derby fans, is we don't do things easy. <laughs> uh, next week's going to be nail-biting as usual. But yeah, I mean, on the balance of play, I think a draw is probably a fair result. I think if anyone was going to, um, any coaches in the stadium who are watching or anyone watching uh, at all, if you were going to see how to see a game out and do anything uh, to get a result, Portsmouth did it. So, I mean, if that's anything f- as a takeaway, going into a playoff campaign, if we manage to get there, or if you've got any coaches and what, coaching your own teams, do exactly what they did. If you've got 20 minutes and you're under the cosh, um, because... And we have Chris to, Callum, don't we? We, we have to con- we do. congratulate we do. Pompey on their 1-1 win. Um, I mean, <laughs> really, really pleased for them. Hard fought. Um, yeah. Well done, Pompey. That was spot on. For me, for me, I don't understand this because obviously, if it's a head injury, I understand the game has to stop. But what we're seeing a lot, and I've seen it countless times in derby games this season, if a player stays down for a prolonged period of time and the ball's still in play, the referee stops it. So I think yeah. they need to go back yeah. and and change that rule. I mean, if a player is is down for two, three minutes, then okay, you know, you stop play. But I don't understand if if there's no head injury, why why we're stopping the game? That that that's it. It's, it's it, I mean, it, that the in the laws of the game, if it's a head injury, you then immediately have to stop it and look after the player. If it's not, you do not have to stop the game. That's mm. it. It's so the fact that that was the only thing that the referee it got under my skin, and I was actually I turned into a grumpy old 
fan so because so exactly. so. do you boys remember yesterday there was i think their player went down 25 yards out grabbing his ankle and the ball and the play went on play went on and i think it was about a good 30 seconds um with the ball being in play and us finally looking like we're going to put in a decent cross and then suddenly the, the ref blows up yeah that's why referees get that's why referees get so much slack um, in in this league. Well, all leagues, isn't it? But And then two minutes later, he's up and fine. There was another one where the player grabbed his nose. I mean, the ball hit him here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. how big does your nose have, have to be, seriously? <laughs> but... I will actually, uh, and we said it to um, Vic and I spoke about it yesterday. We actually did give the referee quite a lot of credit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Decent man. Yeah, yeah. No, he was good. He was good overall. So it was just those decisions that knocked me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's it. And I, I do actually, I do agree. I think a referee who's not a talking point is is a good referee, isn't it? I mean, if mm-hmm. you come away and and you're not talking about the referee, you're talking about the other things in the game. Um, then they've they've done a good job, and and as we've said on previous occasions, um, referees have, have come to Pride Park this season and almost let the occasion get to them. And and yesterday, with thirty thousand people there, it could have been very easy for the referee to to completely make it about him or, or just get lost in the occasion. And actually, I think he did really well. So um, yeah. don't know his name, but yeah, cheers. And I actually think that the li- the lines lines linesmen officials I know. I'm, I'm showing my age here. Steady um, on here, Jamie. Yeah, I know. The officials. <laughs> the officials of which, which one was a female. I think she was actually really good as well. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, credit to, um, a credit credit to the, the team. officials yesterday. Yeah, credit to the team. Um, we'll have you next week and uh, in the in the final at Wembley if you're available, I guess. <laughs> Cue next week's pod and uh, we're just slagging them off. We'll get Mike Dean, won't, won't we? I know he's retired, but we'll get Mike Dean. That's it, yeah. yeah. Well, to do it, we've obviously got to get a result at Wednesday. And if we do get a result at Wednesday, it's Wednesday times three. Um, I mean, that's going to be weird, isn't it? If we if we mm. get a result against Wednesday, we then have to play them again twice. I mean, really, we have to go out and try and win the game or at least get a draw. I mean, I'm not going to say that we need to go there and get a draw. We need to go and win the game. So I think we're probably going to show them our hand. They're going to learn a lot about us from that game. Do you feel, Cal, that, that they'll put out a strong team? It's one of those, isn't it? It's one of those of, do we rest legs? Do we, if you're Sheffield Wednesday, this is, do we rest legs or or do we kind of, you know, keep the good form going? There's eight days so, between the games, isn't there? Sorry, Callum, yeah. but there's eight no, days. No, they don't need to there rest. Is. No, exactly. I was literally uh, was just going to say with regards to changing our team, I don't think we will. I think we will go out um, with just the same mentality. We want to keep the good uh, good run going. But I, the thing I was chatting to a couple of my mates about was the fact that Barnsley and Sheffield Wednesday have both have obviously their places confirmed, how both of them attack it more than us. Because I think we will just yeah. go out and just go and do it. But I think um, Barnsley against Peterborough, I'm worried that they're going to just put out a, a reserve team going into the playoffs and, and against Bolton the following week because um, they've got, again, nothing to play for. But the difference between thinking that Sheffield Wednesday might do the same is that would they want to go and lose to us a week prior to playing us again? 
I, I don't think they will. So I think they'll go um, with a strong team, uh, in, my, in my opinion. And just for that reason, that I don't think they'll want to lose to us um, being a reserve team or, or a, a rested team, at least, um, a week before a playoff campaign, um, which is what I think will will probably hinder us a little bit, um, whereas I think Peterborough may get a decent uh, crack at a, a, a weakened Barnsley team. I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, play, I, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the worry because we're looking at a Barnsley team. Obviously, Peterborough have got to go to Barnsley, which in any season at any point should be a tough game, should be a tough place to go. But MK Dons put four past Barnsley yesterday. Chris, is there a worry that Peterborough will get a result and, and we'll have to, to get something at, at Hillsborough? Of course there is. But I think, to be honest, if we if we get turned over at Hillsborough, we don't deserve to be in the in the, the in the top six, do we? It's just it is it feels like the playoffs now has started already. Um and next week is just a massive game. Um, you know, you know, the simple maths is Unless Peterborough beat Barnsley at Barnsley, we are in the playoffs. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Um, so they have to go there and win. Um, would I rather be in Bar- in Peterborough's position or ours? I'd rather be in ours. Um, but it, it's the last game of the season. Who knows? Um, but I have a lot more faith than some of the fans that I've that I've seen on Twitter, especially. Um, I think we can go there and grab a point, and I think it will be a well-deserved point. Um, it don't, I don't think it will be a smash and grab. I don't think our style of play will change. Like we're we're not going to sit ten men behind the, the ball for ninety minutes. So yeah, um, what I, what I would like to say, just um, Callum mentioned earlier, um, the standards in League One this season. You think, I personally think Ipswich has been the best best team in this league for many a year, probably since Wolves, we're talking five, six years ago, and they still might not win the league. That's how good this league has been. So on a bit of a positive, just to be in contention now yeah. with one game to go is brilliant because yeah. I say, I think the standard in the League One this season has been immense. Um, and we echoed obviously earlier. Congratulations to Ipswich and um, Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday on another year. Bolton and Barnsley on another year would have been automatically up with that form. So I think we deserve credit. And I think um, next weekend it's going to be nail biting. But whatever happens, having seen the last few weeks and seen the form teams are in, we can hold our heads up very high. And be very proud of what we've what we've achieved. Bless them. Sheffield Wednesday would have won the league with the points they've got this year, last year. Absolutely. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's it. And it, it, I, I agree. It's been a, it's been a really competitive league. And to think that, well, at the start of the season we had five players and, and we, <laughs> we're a bunch of old old lads and young lads thrown together. It's been uh, it's been one hell of a ride. And let's hope that we can get in those those playoffs and at least um, expand our season on by by a few games. Vic, looking at it, if we do win, we'd have Sheffield Wednesday. Are they the preferred team out of, of those playoff places at the moment? I mean, I feel lucky that we've 
been able to dodge Ipswich, but you know that was probably always going to happen with their that form. Um, but I look at it and I think actually out of those three other teams, Wednesday are, are probably my preferred team at the moment to to place to play. Sorry, um, in uh, in third place. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think if we look at overall in the season, they're going to be gutted that they've made they've achieved ninety points and still had to settle for a playoff place. So that could play in our hand in the sense that there might be an element of disappointment. I think even with the fan base as well, if the fan base get on their back, we have a, we we will obviously support Derby regardless if we get them get into the playoffs. So that could play a factor. It's a tasty fixture because if we look back to two seasons ago when we played them in the COVID season and we relegated them, that could add a bit more spice to next week. So they might want to try and stop us from getting promoted. So even if we... I mean, getting into the playoffs. So, if we were saying earlier about the fixture, how do you think it's going to go? I think they'll put the strongest team out next week, um, just purely for the fact that they have a chance to stop us from getting into the playoffs. Um, but then also as well, it gives both teams a sense of what is to come maybe in the semi-finals. I thought when we played them at Pride Park, we cancelled each other out. So, out of the three t- other teams in the playoffs, um, it's probably best that we we actually got Sheffield Wednesday because I think their midfield is similar to ours in the sense that the quality... They've got Bannon, we've got Horahan. The only thing that they might have better than us is maybe their striking department. I think other than that, the teams are very very evenly matched. It gives us a really good chance to sort of get into the final should we finish in the, in the playoffs. I'm trying not to jinx it because I don't want to keep saying, yeah, we're going to finish in there. <laughs> but, please, but, uh, but, but, but please, can everyone realise if Bolton lose next weekend and we go to Hillsborough, win, go to Hillsborough and win, we are playing Barnsley. Woo. I, thought they were points, I thought they were already points ahead of us, sir. Nope, they are on seventy eight. We're on seventy six. So if they if if they lose next oh. weekend and we beat Wednesday, we finish fifth. So we play Barnsley. All right, we're going for the draw. Um, we assume quite <laughs> we assume quite a lot, don't we? Because I think we assumed that that Bolton would get a result against Atkinson. So Chris is exactly right. You know, it, it's definitely not going to be Sheffield Wednesday. It looks it looks possible because I, I think yeah. that Bolton will will win their game. But yeah, let, let's just see what happens. And, uh, you know, we're in this position thanks to to one man. Callum's just put in the private chat here, special mention to David Clowes. And yeah, I think he has to be the the man that we all we all thank for his generosity, his uh, his ability to, to pull us out of what looked like a, a desperate... Well, I think it went past a desperate situation. It, it was yeah. almost the oblivion, wasn't it? And I think situations like yesterday... You know, I did it at, when we scored and I did it at the start of the game. You look around and you just think there was a situation. And in, in another universe, this this club would have gone extinct. Yeah. Um, there would have what been a form say, of Derby County. But... Yeah. Sorry, Jamie, just to say, um, I would urge any fans between, well, all fans between now and next weekend to go on BBC Sounds. Um, and listen again to the night, the Friday night where Klaus' takeover happened and the relief that you could hear through everyone and Ed Dawes choking up, you know, let's just all remember that 12, you know, not even 12 months ago, we were having a fanfare that we were still a club um, and that we'd be playing in League One this season. So I'd urge all Derby fans to go and listen to that on BBC Sounds before next Sunday and put things into perspective a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I think if you know if if we go to Sheffield Wednesday, we don't get the result we want, 
and it's Peterborough, not us, then we just have to dust ourselves down and and know <laughs> that we'll be able to go again next year. Um, and as long as we've got 30,000 people at home, wherever it may be, um, sold out away ends all over the country, this club will continue for the for the foreseeable. So that's the, that's the most important thing. Well, enough of me being soppy. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get the uh, let's get the the last game of the season prediction starting with you, Cal. What do you reckon? One all draw. I'm going one all draw. We get Sheffield Wednesday. I do not want Barnsley, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> and then Chris uh, Peterborough to lose um, against Wednesday. I am going to go for a smash and grab one nil win. Love it. Vic, you're always optimistic, so I'm guessing you're you're going to say something optimistic here. That's it. No, we're going for a 3-2 Derby County win. Mendes oh. Lang to get win. Oh, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Was it 3-2 <laughs> we beat them when we when we managed to stay up in the Championship a couple of years ago? Is it something like yeah. that? Yeah. Three, it was. Yeah. We haven't got Martin Waggon or Patrick Roberts. That's that's the problem. We've got <laughs> that isn't a problem, Jamie. That's not a problem. Trust me. Tom Barkazen's the new waggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna agree with Cal. I think it's gonna be a one all a one all uh, draw. I'm not gonna get positive, you know. Let's get there. And then when uh, when we're doing these, you know, when we're doing our bonus episodes ahead of the playoffs. Um, I'll be I'll be all positive and and uh, yeah we'll tie up the the playoffs in the first game when we beat Sheffield Wednesday three 0 at home but yeah for for uh, next Sunday not Saturday so uh, everyone listening remember it's going to be a long week Saturday. isn't it it is yeah <laughs> um, so yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one all well guys absolute pleasure as always once again good to see you all in person and uh, and have a pint with with Callum and Chris and. And Victor a little bit late to the to that party, but um, yeah, good to see you outside the yard on uh, on Saturday. But yeah, if you have enjoyed this, um, let us know. I absolutely love the comments coming in tonight. By the way, I think that's the most comments that we've had um, whilst we've whilst we've been on air. So really appreciate everyone getting involved on Twitter uh, and Facebook and, and YouTube. We will be here for the uh, review so obviously playing next sunday so would be a midweek review um which is which is a bit rare uh, as long as you guys are all available um <laughs> i'll hope to uh yeah bring you some some good news and uh, some positivity ahead of what could be a successful playoff pack campaign for the rams but yeah once again guys thanks so much for joining me and i will see you again soon cheers jeremy thanks mate Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.